Blog Talk Radio. Body. Hey, welcome to Rescue Radio. This is Margie, and Karen will be joining us in a few minutes, um, but we want to welcome you to our show tonight, and the title is, Are We Killing Ourselves With Our Spoons? And so, Father God, we just thank you tonight for wisdom and counsel. We thank you for healthy, strong bodies, for life and strength. We thank you that the, the bodies that you gave us are fearfully and wonderfully made, temples, dwelling places of your spirit. And I thank you, Father, for the precious gift of life and health. I thank you for giving us understanding. I thank you for deliverance and healing. I thank you for um, restoration. And many of us, Lord God, we ask tonight that you would give us courage to walk that, that road of restoration, healing, recovery, that we'd recover our health and our strength, our vision, our hope, our dreams, Father. And so much of that begins with the first step or two, which is getting back your health. So, Lord, I pray that you bring divine healing to those who are listening tonight, that you give us courage, that you take away the apathy, the despair that sometimes comes when we're feeling tired and exhausted. Um, and so much is connected, Lord, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And, Lord, I just pray that you encourage our hearts tonight as we look at the very basic, basic building blocks of life and spiritual strength. And it all begins with our physical health. And so, Lord God, give us Give us wisdom as you direct us now, and we bind the powers of darkness that would hinder us from hearing and understanding and implementing uh, this work, this, these uh, truths, Father, in Jesus' name. We bind the powers of darkness that would snatch away the word from our minds, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, there's a lot to say about spiritual strength and spiritual health and vitality, but really a lot of it begins with how we feel, our health, our physical health. Because if we're not feeling well, you know, we're just not going to do well. And so actually eating is a very spiritual activity. And people, I mean, a lot of very um, dedicated Christians who can memorize the Bible and know verses of the Bible and, you know, know um, what God says about this and that seem to kind of check out when it comes to um, what God has to say about eating. Uh, I know in the, we talked about this last week that the very first commandment he gave us was eat the herbs and the, um, the, the fruit with the seed in it as food and nourishment for the body. And, of course, the body being organic and made by God himself uh, needed certain things to replenish, rebuild, uh, and, and, and energize it. And so God knows what those things are. He didn't tell them they could nibble on the stones and they, they could, you know, um, uh, you know, chew on tree bark necessarily. He gave them herbs. He gave them foods that would, would be essential and, and very adequate uh, to what they needed for their physical health. And so I don't think Adam and Eve really fought with that. The only problem they had was eating the tree, uh, eating the wrong food, which, of course, we're still kind of doing today. Um, and again, we just to recap some of the things we've talked about in the past, um, you know, because eating is a very spiritual act, even though we don't think of it that way. It's a place where we can easily be de- deceived or tricked into thinking, oh, well, it's no big deal. And it's, 
you know, it's just, a, you know, it's, it, it's not, it's not, it doesn't matter. God doesn't really care. It's not in the Ten Commandments. I can eat what I want. But there are a couple of really interesting scriptures in the, in the Bible that I've, I've located and found uh, in the course of studying this subject. And one of them um, is in Proverbs 23, uh, chapter, chapter 23, verse 3 and 4. Um, oh, let's start with, um, start with verse 1. When you sit down to eat with a ruler, consider carefully what is before you and put a knife to your throat if you are a man given to appetite. Do not desire his delicacies for they are a deceptive food. The delicacies of a king or a rich or the wealthy are usually the, the, the sugary sweets, the, the dainties, and these kinds of things are often uh, a deceptive meat. They're filled with things that are not good for us. Uh, and they become addictive, obviously. Don't desire them, don't want them, don't crave them, don't go after them. Daniel, when he was uh, captured by the king of the Babylonians, um, refused to eat the king's meat. Um, and I think today that's another, that's, a, that's a, a policy, just a kind of a general principle for health is don't eat the king's meat. Don't eat the deceptive dainties and delicacies of the, of the world, but eat the things that God has prescribed for us as he also gives us commandments in the Bible. The things he's prescribed, that sounds like a prescription, and that kind of makes me think about the idea of food being your medicine. But, you know, let's go back to the kind of the basics, the real, there's, there's two sets of food. There's really basically, you can put it into two categories, the real food and the fake food. The fake food and the fake food, you've got the fad foods, the fun foods, the junk foods. In the real foods, obviously, those are the foods that don't need a label. They're the foods that God has made. They don't need, you know, 25, a list of 25 or 30 unpronounceable ingredients on their labels, an apple is an apple, and you know, whatever's in the apple, we know is in the apple. But sometimes nowadays, those foods from God, obviously, the enemy's also figured out a way to make those things very dif- difficult and deceptive and pesticides and, and, and all kinds of uh, uh, herbicides and things can be um, in and on those fruits as well. But that's why we have to kind of push for the organic, uh, to, which means basically organic means they're just not using toxic poisons to, um, uh, you know, uh, and pesticides to keep the weeds from growing in with the food, and the the uh, the food therefore is more pure, whole, and clean. Actually, food is is holy, uh, and that's why the Lord says much of what He uh, talks about in His Word surrounds food. Many of the the ordinances, um, you know, the Last Supper, Communion, Eat My Body, um, I Drink My Blood, the Passover Lamb, all, all the feasts have things to do with food. Um, certain prescribed uh, things, which which really involves food as a holy uh, part of what God saw as spiritual. And so for us today, even to eat our food with joy and gladness, to eat our food with thanksgiving is very important. Um, one of the things that I think the enemy, the enemy would be the devil, uh, gets us to overlook is, that, is some of the very basics that if you don't, for example, if you don't ca- take care of your body, where are you going to live? Basic, simple question. Where are you going to live? If you can't, if your body, there's one body per person. You may get a few spare parts here and there, um, you know, a, a replacement of this or that. And thank God for those things. But the real core body, I mean, there's nothing, wealth, money can't buy, health. Health is something that comes as a result of you loving yourself enough to feed yourself and take care of yourself. And I think this goes down to a real spiritual issue of love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. 
Now, one of the ways we show love for ourselves is by taking care of reverencing, respecting, honoring the body and what it actually needs to eat to be able to serve us. Because our spirit, the body carries our spirit and our soul, but the body has to have certain things in order to, to be of good service to us. So remember, if you don't take care of your body, where are you going to live? I think one of the biggest uh, I don't know, tricks that young people have is they're so young. <laughs> they're beautiful. Their bodies are healthy. They can do what they want. They've got strength. They can get by with um, breaking the rules. It seems like there's no consequences. And so they kind of just learn to live that way. They kind of go off with, you know, doing what they want to do. And um, they don't realize it, but little by little, moment by moment, all of those poisons and toxins that don't seem to be adding up are really accumulating and adding up. And eventually, if you can live and imagine at your, at, when you're 30 or 25, if you can imagine being 40 someday, or you can imagine being 45 someday, and still having to live in this body, you might be a little more uh, willing to um, pay attention. I mean, it's like an investment. If you put your money away, you know, in a savings account, even if it's a little bit of money, eventually it's going to compound. And, you know, by the time you're 40, 50, 80, whatever, depending on the, pro- the, the program, you could be a millionaire. Um, you don't really miss that money, but it's there working for you all the time. Well, you know, a lot of times our body's the same way, only in reverse. You don't really realize that you're taking, depleting, stealing calcium from your bones and your teeth or minerals. And people just don't really know how to take care of their body, which, again, part of the sickness of the society, which is evidenced all around us in the huge amount of, of, of lifestyle illnesses we talk about. Like, um, I think a lot of the lifestyle illnesses are things, sicknesses that people didn't have 80 years ago. I mean, and people who lived in the, you know, 80 years ago had good food, and they're actually probably healthier in some ways and outliving uh, people who today are just having you know, their choice, they can buy anything they want, they can eat any way they want, and yet they're not as healthy as their, as their great-great-grandparents. Um, it's amazing, you know, my 96-year-old uh, mother-in-law, she's, she's the oldest one in the assisted living where she lives, and she still has a pretty sound mind, and she, she, her body's still going well. And she, but, you know, she grew up on the good old-fashioned simple foods, and I think today we have way too many options, and that's another problem. We just go to the store and we shop the middle aisles. It's full of all kinds of colorful uh, media promoted ideas. And so of course we're just inundated with bad information. So simple, simple. So the, the, the food is really for two purposes that God has given us to so two purposes. God gives us is to nourish our body and it becomes our medicine. Um, and it, it's each meal then becomes an act of healing, an act of working with your with your body to give it what it needs and you'll feel you'll get the rewards immediately feeling more healthy more energetic um brighter i think you know i really think guys that the spirit of deaf and dumb and the spirit of stupor and the spirit of snatching that snatches your thoughts and your mind you forget what you're doing where you're going i, I mean i know there's spiritual roots and lies to all this stuff but at the same time these demons are greatly aided by the lack of, by the absence of the minerals and the, um, the nutrients that the body could use to ward off some of these spiritual things. So you're just doing double damage when you not only have been assaulted spiritually, emotionally, but now you're, you know, 
you've also you know lost the love that you've had for yourself so you don't care you feel guilty bad stupid no good what's the use i give up it doesn't matter and all these lies begin to uh, play into the choices of food that we make and so it becomes just a crazy vicious cycle but hey why don't you guys grab a pen hope you're listening and start to call in we've got a great number for you 347-215-8051 a great opportunity for you tonight carol will be joining us uh in a little later and she will be able to give us lots of specific tips but for now Let's just look at some of the, the, the um, kind of the stats, and then we'll get to the hard questions like uh, what's going on with our food when she joins us. Okay, so our blood is made out of 85% water. Our muscles are 75% water. Our bones are 22% water. So water makes up about 70% of the body. And yet for most of us, water, food, water, air, the basics we need to live. If, you, if you're deprived of any one of those things, um, and our chiropractors would add if we're deprived of uh, neurological stimulation and the, uh, the, um, the connections in the neurons that give in- information to the body, we will die immediately. But water, most of our water these days is um, depleted of minerals. It's, it, it's either full of poisons and toxins and pesticides uh, or it's depleted of minerals and defined good water. And I know I've even heard there's, there's additives that they're putting in the water that are not good for us. We can maybe ask Karen the specifics of that a little later. But So to find good water, you're going to have to probably get a system of purification, something that well, you can run your own water through, even buying bottled water. That Most of the bottled waters, <laughs> I think some are even like I've heard New York tap water, you know, run through the system and put in a bottle and put a label on it. You buy it in New York water? I don't think so. Anyway, so I hate to give you nonspecifics, but I want you to real, realize that if your water is not hydrogenating you, if it's not if the hydrogen molecules are not there, it's not going you're not going to be refreshed by your water. And then a lot of people think, well, I'm drinking, I'm drinking a Coke, I'm drinking pop, I'm drinking um, tons of juice, I'm drinking you know Gatorade and all this other stuff. But there's nothing like water and most of these other things. Actually, some of the carbonated beverages dehydrate you actually. Um, so it's like this is a quest. It's not easy. You, find, you might want to start simple. You might want to cut out some things right away. And then just start a simple, go back to simple, go back to the basics. Um, and I don't know why we think we can't live on the basics. We just think we have to have everything. Those things that you have to have can become a treat once in a while. But, you know, living on the basics, your brain will think clearer um, you know, do you like getting a, an upset stomach every time you eat certain things and you have to take a half a bottle of Tums or Roll-Aids because your stomach says, ugh, ugh, yuck. Oh, then they take out your gallbladder and it still doesn't go away. You still have this yucky kind of, or your, you know, um, acid reflux and heartburn and, and bloated feelings and constipated and all these kinds of things. These are, your body is telling you stuff. Your body talks to you but a lot of us don't listen and our bodies do not lie except we try to deny and and avoid and just like we do a lot of other things we don't want to deal with it it might be work it might be hard it might be commitment so we kind of avoid it so i don't want to be scolding you i just want to give us some places to start i i remember when when i first heard all this stuff for the first time well i'd heard it along the way but when i really paid attention uh, I was at a seminar one day, and, and the speaker was talking about these things, and I became just overwhelmed with, oh, oh my Lord, what's going on? Oh, no. 
And, you know, I just, where, 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 where do I start? And the Lord showed me just start with one thing. Just start with one thing. It's just like, you know, looking at all the books in the library and all the, all the volumes of, of printed pages and letters and words and get overwhelmed because you can't read. So you've got to go back to starting with the ABCs and learning your ABCs. So we go back to simple. We go back to just making some simple choices to learn how to read. And so the first thing I decided to do that day was to, uh, after I listened to the speaker for a while, first thing I decided to do was throw out my microwave, which is easy to do. I mean, it's, you say, oh, how can you live without a microwave? And why would you throw out your microwave? And I said to myself, well, you know, number one, if the microwave's messing up my food and screwing up the, the, uh, the molecules and making them square instead of round and my body doesn't um, know what it's supposed to be, you know, eating, whatever, then how do I, you know, I'm, I'm making my food in the microwave. It may be good food, but by the time the microwave gets done with it, it's dead food and my body is saying, oh, yuck. And so I threw out my microwave, and here's Karen. So, Karen, I threw out my microwave. Good job, Margie. Yeah. And this is the same Karen that was with us last week, and so this week we have her in the flesh, in person here. <laughs> and so we're really going to go after things. Uh, I just kind of been given a little lecture here. People are probably sick of listening to me. So, Karen, tonight we want to talk about killing ourselves with our spoons. Yeah. We do that, especially in America. Yeah, I know. And so, so first of all, what is going on with our food? Kind of give us a general look. I've kind of talked about it, but what do you see? You're really out there, and that's your area of expertise. Well, probably the most interesting thing, Margie, is from years ago in the studies, how much we're eating out. We're eating out, and we're taking takeout. And with that, it is uh, most of our money is on takeout food and mm-hmm. eating out. And why do we like do that? Like 50% of our income that we use for food is really eating out and but, but, food. And you know how expensive that is, really, if you stopped and thought about that you could use half that money, half that amount, and probably feed yourself for twice as long. And much more healthy. And the thing is, is that people think they're too busy mm-hmm. and they're so tired mm-hmm. that they can't even think about making a meal. I know. And when they do, they put something convenient in the microwave and they're not getting real energy from or the Or they're food. ripping open a bag of something. Mm-hmm. But going back to the microwave story for just a second, people say, how can you live without one? Because I defrost my food. I cook my food. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Um, I just defrost my food with a with a, a pan. of. I put the thing, whatever it is, in water. Thaw it out Some that hot way. water and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do it that way. Well, we live in such a fast society, Margie. Go, go, go. Well, there are some, some tricks you can do to, to make it, you know, like make more food at one time. Right, and put it maybe in the freezer, have some leftovers. And yet, um, it's our health that's really paying. We mm-hmm. spend our money and time on nice cars, nice mm-hmm. houses, mm-hmm. nice lawns, oh, yeah. clothing. We spend more time on our lawns and our cars. Yes, and even yeah. our animals sometimes eat better than we do. Yeah. And as far as nutrition goes. That and it's really, really sad that we leave what's left over in our budget for food or we spend more than we should by eating out. Mm-hmm. And we are getting food. We have no idea what we're eating when we eat out yeah. and even the box, canned, and packaged food that we're eating because not everything's listed. And, and they lie. <laughs> but it says natural on the 
on the bag or the box we can that means nothing and if it says low fat or big taste or whatever the marketing it's like okay my antennas go up Mm -hmm. um because i want good fat we need good fat to be healthy our brain's 60 percent fat Wow. Our nervous system, our children are so suffering. So fathead is the deal. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think you yeah. said that before. but Yes, yeah, so I think a lot of what's happening is, and then we have the other side of it, that people are really making an effort. They're reading labels. Mm-hmm. They're growing food. They're going to the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. They want to feed their kids and them, themselves right. And they are making an effort, and they're, they're investing in the food and in their health and in their futures. And they understand that. Mm-hmm. And so that isn't the majority of people, but that segment is growing. So the industry of organic and natural is growing by leaps and bounds mm-hmm. because the public is demanding it, mm-hmm. which well, is I, good. And, and that is good. And, and you really can. But, of course, you have to start out with a little bit of love for yourself in willingness to, to take on this this responsibility, if you will, to to take care of your own temple, the body that God has given you. And, and it's not easy. Like, for example, even the USDA, they put, you know, they'll take, or, or our manufacturing companies, they'll take all the vitamins out, and they'll put synthetic ones back in, and then they'll say, what, what will they say on the box? Like, fortified. Enriched and fortified. And it's synthetic vitamins. It's not even, uh, you know, it's not even real things. That's not the way God has made it. Yeah. And nobody can do better than God. We think we're pretty oh, smart. Yeah. Yeah. How when we start playing with what God made for us, not that we can't work with the soil and mm-hmm. enrich it and get the minerals back in because we have depleted it, mm-hmm. um, but it's so important to take the time to plan, Margie. And it's not so much about the cooking. You know, uh, one of the pastors that the pastor that got us into uh, really realizing about eating right and looking at looking mm-hmm. at the Bible and how to live. He said the cook stove was one of the biggest dangers in the kitchen and the enemy of the housewife. And, of course, <laughs> most didn't understand that in the 70s and 80s. And now, of course, the microwave came in besides. Mm-hmm. However, when we cook our food, then it becomes a dead food. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's a raw food, we have enzymes, we mm-hmm. have life in it. Well, and, you know, but I think... Um, some food is good cooked. Like, I don't want to eat raw meat. Correct. It's just that when you eat mainly cooked food or nuked food, yeah. that your body cannot assimilate the nutrients from it because the molecules even spin backwards now. Mm-hmm. How is our body and brain supposed to operate mm-hmm. to give us the best fuel possible? Yeah. Well, you know, there's a little saying, you know, the grass is greener on the other side of the fence. Everybody thinks everybody else's life is better and easier and nicer. Um but you know, I heard something that is kind of cute, and I think this applies because it's got you've got to take the time. You know, he says if you may think the grass is greener on the other side, but if you take the time to water your own grass, it will be just as green. <laughs> if you take the time to take care of your own body, it will be just as beautiful and healthy and energetic That's right. as the models that we crave to be, and the covers of the magazines and all of these wonderfully beautiful people who are perfect and airbrushed and everything else. God only knows they've got the best photographers in the world and whatnot. But, you know, are they real people? I don't know. Well, they are real people. It's just that um, as far as being as beautiful as them, well, actually, actually, I see a lot more beauty in health. Mm-hmm. True beauty and true energy true. is mm-hmm. in the health and, and in the, the clear energy. Mind. 
Yeah. And the clear skin mm-hmm. and the clear eyes. It's mm-hmm. not in starving ourselves so that we yeah, can be that's skin true. and bones. That's true. A lot of people think beauty is being so thin, you you know, the bones are popping up. That's that just is, marketing. That's just demonic, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of fads change. Like, I mean, you know, you were telling me the other day that your mom, you know, back in the day, and this was happening when I was raising our kids, too. We were raising our kids, but I was doing most of the cooking. Uh-huh. But anyway... Um, people, there was a big fad for margarine and oleo margarine, and, and you know that that butter was bad and eggs were bad and and da 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 da. Certain things always hit the bad list, you know. And I just saw this as you were showing it the other day. Uh, the Time magazine just in June finally admitted butter is better. <laughs> butter is good. Uh, science even has revealed that the fats uh, in the butter were not hurting our health. I was amazed. I saw that on Facebook and someone sent it to me. Mm -hmm. And I said, I am buying a copy of that for my mother. Mm -hmm. Because in the early 80s, right before we opened our health store, our health food store, it was really coming out that butter was harmful to our health and eggs were harmful Mm -hmm. and And real cream. Not the yolk and all this. And, you know, God made it perfectly. And my mom, being a farm mom, having kids, milking goats, said to me, you know, they're just trying to hurt the farmer. Mm-hmm. And she said, it's very important that we eat our butter, drink and have the real cream mm-hmm. and the eggs. And my grandma lived to be over a hundred wow. and she milked her own cow into her eighties <laughs> and she ate real meat and she ate real you know, cream and lard back in those days. Yeah. And even gravy mm-hmm. and, and pie and coffee. She would have mm-hmm. one cup of strong coffee in the morning. And so I started wondering about this because I was in my 20s when I opened my health store. And I kept thinking, how did my grandma live so healthy? And how did she live so long and be able to milk and make jam and milk her cow in her 80s? And I began to realize it wasn't the gravy and the butter and the cream and the eggs. Those are actually good things. Um, it, it's the chemicals that we're eating and it's our extravagance in America. Mm-hmm. Like when she had her coffee, even though it was a strong cup, she had one cup every day. That's it. And she had it at the same time every day. Mm-hmm. How many of us have a routine and how many families have a routine that their body can count on us and mm-hmm. trust yeah. that we're going to do that? And we're not going to have four or five lattes or espressos oh, yeah, or, good. or whatever it is that mm-hmm. keeps us going. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I think, Margie, we're so out of balance in most cases. We're, yeah, we're panicky. We're, we're, we're exhausted. We're grabbing for stuff all the time grab and go kind of like that's our whole life grab and go and it says those that wait upon the lord will renew their strength they will mount up with the wings of the eagles and a lot of people just they can't sit still because there's there's so much going on anxiety and uh the chemical reactions that are going on inside of them with their medications and their lack of nourishment and the starvation and the and the, the conflict within their own physical bodies that they just can't feel the peace. They don't feel. I mean, if your body is is searching for food, it's starving inside. It's not and gonna, for water. Yeah, and for hydration. True. Yep. And for minerals. How can it truly rest? Mm-hmm. And how can we fall asleep? Not not fearing. Right. Some people like they can't fall asleep, and I didn't even realize this for a long time because they fear they're not going to wake up, mm. or they just don't trust it. And the or they're thing, worrying too, right? So much agitation going on inside of their minds and stuff. And I think that's like there's a racing 
going because the body is still searching for mm-hmm. something. It's not. Settled. And that's why we need the fat mm-hmm. because the fat is so good for the nervous system. Mm-hmm. And so going back to that time article again, that mm-hmm. now after all this research, it says we were wrong or yeah. they were wrong yeah. and that fat is good. I just could hardly, that is for, what did we figure out today? That's 32 years later mm-hmm. of, so Use your common sense. Well, going back to the common sense, to even even a child can tell you the difference. I was talking before you got here about the two different uh, groups of food. There's the real food and the dead food. There's the real food and the fake food. There's the food that God has made, and then there's the food that we have, you know, imitated. Um, and I think that food comes from the kingdom of this world, which is to try mm-hmm. to undermine our health, which he, which the devil knows will undermine our spirituality. And a lot of people, they like I said, they just don't know where to start. And there's so many avenues of, of where the enemy can come in with a lie and trouble. And so, but starting simple is important. And keep, I think, finding a few things that really work for you is a good place to start. Some good water. Uh, and the minerals, going back to minerals, you always t- say everything begins with minerals. And what are you supposed to do? Eat a teaspoon of gravel every day, or what? How do you find <laughs> minerals, Karen? Where do you go? Chew on rocks, or what? Well, you know what? If we don't feed our kids minerals, okay, and we don't feed our animals minerals, here's what happens: uh, cows and horses will begin what they call cribbing. They'll eat the wood in the fence, mm-hmm. um, and that's why you have to give animals a mineral block. And so, same thing with the kids. Uh-huh. If they have a chance to eat dirt, they will. But you- it, yeah, go ahead. If they uh, have, say, that's why sometimes kids will eat glue because part of that is the mint that they put in it. But their body is lacking minerals. And so that's and why we... They chew their pencils. Yep. A lot of the, uh, you know, the attention deficit behaviorally troubled children, they they do a lot of cribbing. They eat their pencils. They chew on their pencils. They, they it's just, And obviously... Nobody knows. And even chewing ice is a sign of lack of minerals. Or sometimes that's the thing of smelling gasoline or these other things. They think, wow, do I have a weird kid or a bad kid? No. You have a kid that's lacking in minerals. And we are the same as adults. We crave chocolate. and We need magnesium and calcium. Mm-hmm. We crave coffee. We crave Coca-Cola or mm-hmm. some type of... We crave caffeine. We have all these cravings and addictions. Because Margie. there's something missing. Yeah, we're lacking minerals. Minerals, which take away that craving for sweets. And and I would say if anybody's trying to get off of any kind of alcohol or get off of any kind of carbonated beverages. Or drug. Or drugs, yeah. You start taking liquid minerals, and liquid minerals can be purchased. The good quality. Don't get the synthetics. Don't get the cheap stuff. Don't get the stuff that... You can buy it for, you know, two bucks a bottle. Get something that you know, something you trust. If you don't know what to do, where to go, call Karen. She'll give you some really good um, resources on ionic minerals and, and liquid minerals. And they're so easy to take. It's like you just, they're liquid. You just throw them in your water, your smoothie, yeah. your juice, whatever, and, and there you go. give you the real energy, And Margie. you got that thing taken care of for the day. The main thing, to make it easy, they can go to liferecovery.com. Oh, sure. They can click on the Nature Sunshine, and they can place that order. They can click on free membership, buy it at cost from the mm-hmm. manufacturer, and you get 70 minerals right from the earth, God's way, mm-hmm. added to your water, your smoothie, and you will be amazed how much better you feel. So we have an M&M program here. Throw out the microwave <laughs> and get the minerals in, M&M. Okay, that's where we can start. That's good. 
I mean, and, and both of them are pretty simple. One, we do it once and it's done. Uh, the second one, the mineral one. And I think this is part of the problem, too, is people don't, don't have habits. They don't have a schedule. They don't have routines. Mm-hmm. They just kind of live their life helter-skelter, hurry-scurry. And like I said, and that's just not, um, you know, but what the whole, it's just a symptom of, of a whole bunch of things. If we're not willing to learn then nobody can help you. But if you're determined to learn, no one can stop you. That's I was saying from an anonymous person on a signpost somewhere on one of your websites. Um, but the thing is, you know, it's, you can't blame anyone else that's out there, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent. It's all out there trying to get our attention like everything else. Mm-hmm. It's all presenting itself and we have to choose. What do you want to do? And, and you know, even children, it's unfortunate, but children, they don't realize this, but they're trusting their parents to feed them properly. Parents are feeding them Cheerios and hot dogs. And sometimes they're not even feeding them. And, and the, can you see the scenario? I wonder if our listeners can see this, that, okay, your energy's low. You've got, say you've got all these mm-hmm. little kids, mm-hmm. and you're thinking, man, I've got to feed them. I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. So you make up some quick macaroni and cheese and you pop that in the microwave or some hot dogs that God knows what's in those and um, maybe do some soda or Kool-Aid and then the kids are hyper. processed cheese, what's that? Right, or not even real cheese and some of that. Mm-hmm. And then the kids are crabby, they're irritable, so are you, and you're, you're tired. Nice red or blue. Uh, yeah, the coloring, the Popsicle. sugar, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, the microwave now has turned the molecules. They're spinning the other way so yeah. that your body can't absorb the nutrition. Did you know, Margie, that even the baby magazines say do not heat the baby formula in the microwave? Well, good for them. Finally. Yes. So that, uh, and it's been that way for quite some time. Um, the baby would starve to death. So you see, we're running on the empty, we're, and then we're putting in nothing but that drains our energy mm-hmm, because now, mm-hmm. but can you see something positive in that? Where, say you just start with simple steps, like where do I start? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so I'm going to get pure water, and we're going to drink water instead of Kool-Aid or Pop or all these other things. We're going to actually hydrate our little bodies and brains. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to have some healthy carrot sticks, not baby carrots because Mm -hmm. they're a GMO product, but carrot sticks. And we're going to have some really raw food that, and some healthy food, Mm -hmm. some live food. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We actually have a spark of life. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, hey, kids, do you want to go to the park and play or should we go to the pool? Yeah, Mom, let's go. You know, Otherwise, if, kids sit on their video games. I think part of the reason they do that or their televisions and watch this and that is because they are tired. Mm-hmm. They're just tired. They're and just, we can get that whole miracle-round going the other day, way mm-hmm. if we will just get enough effort mm-hmm. to make a plan for some good water, some good food, and get our energy going and our brains working properly. And it maybe doesn't happen overnight. I think sometimes people think there's a magic pill or fix, a uh, quick fix to this. I mean, it, it's a rebuilding, it's a replenishing, a rebuilding of the body. And a lot of times these things have not happened overnight. And so to get them back um, it takes a while. But, you know, our, our nation is facing a crisis. And, and, and actually the government is calling it a new normal. But obesity, one in three people, obesity, hmm. does that have to be? Where does that, that come from? We, where do you, what do you attribute that to? Because 
That's only happened in the last maybe 40 years. If you look at, I, we went to my husband's, uh, I don't know what class reading it was, 40, well, when was he born? In 48, <laughs> so whatever, a couple of years ago. And there was, everybody was really thin. Everybody was healthy really? looking. Yeah, yeah, I was like, whoa, this is, but what, what's happening that it, it, you can only attribute it to the lifestyle and the eating. Because, um, and in other countries, they're fine until they get here and they start eating our food. What does that tell you about our food? So we have obesity, one in three, and I don't exactly know what the, uh, the, the definition of obesity is pound-wise. But then you have autism, one in 50. What mm. is autism? That is so sad. It's when the brain and nervous system do not function properly. Mm-hmm. And we're finding it uh, mainly in children and mainly in boys. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's being accredited to vaccinations. Mm-hmm. But some of it is being attributed to the GMO products, the genetically modified organisms mm-hmm. with the sprays and such, where wheat is not even real wheat anymore, and it has so much gluten and 50% mm-hmm. more gluten than maybe what it would be in a European country, plus the chemicals that it's creating. Um, so their macaroni and cheese is really toxic. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. And, you mm-hmm. know, one of the things I've done, and you can do, take it or leave it, throw it or whatever, you know, they say buy American, but when it comes to food, I'm buying foreign. Are you? Yeah. If, if I can get my macaroni from Italy or somewhere else, I don't oh. know if they make GMO stuff over there. But I, I would suspect that these countries and a lot of countries in Europe don't uh, allow it, actually. I, I, we get our cheese from New Zealand and Australia. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, Wisconsin. We love you, but... <laughs> <laughs> But if you can do your own, like you guys grow a garden, and if you have farmers markets where you have yeah. people that are actually doing it at home, mm-hmm. um, and like well, even if you start adding a few little things, like herbs are not that hard to grow, right? And they don't take that much room, right? And they're pretty prolific. And herbs really begin to bring the, the nourishment. Yes, and that's the thing. Even you can have fresh herbs in your kitchen. Hey, we have a caller here. She might have a question. How about uh, hello? Hi. 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 How are you guys? Uh, we're great. Really great. Thank we're healthy, you. happy, and ready to roll. So what? What's? What would you like to say or ask? Well, my question was Margie kind of got my attention about the, um, you know, what people eat can cause like, you know, not necessarily cause but kind of help out the deaf and dumb spirit, and yeah. I thought that was really interesting because. Um, I think that sometimes, you know, what you eat can exacerbate, you know, your learning disabilities or, mm-hmm. you know, like the blanking out and, you know, the your brain doesn't work correctly. Yeah, exactly. And totally. all of that stuff, it just, you know, your frustration level mm-hmm. gets higher mm-hmm. and your anger level gets higher. Yeah. And it does give the devil ground to mess with you. And, um Yeah. So, um, well, even even did you think about this? People who carry their emotions in their stomach, and then they have indigestion and uh, problems because, like Karen will say, well, you tell us the stomach is the second brain, right? Well, the intestinal system, the small intestine, is the second brain. Yes, and the stomach well, life actually. And in, life yeah. and death is in your colon. I was listening to some really interesting thing the other night in the middle of the night on the radio, mm-hmm. and um, it was about. Um, how um, some cancers are actually, you know, caused by viruses, and they didn't really say that. But it was mm-hmm. basically going back to the polio time, 
when, mm-hmm. you know, they came up with this polio virus, but then they, by mistake, put out this thing that was going to give everybody cancer. So then they were trying to fix that. Wow. And they were growing stuff on chewed up intestines of monkeys. Uh-huh. And then you caused a whole bunch of more problems than because they made the vaccine from that because they were growing mm-hmm. the polio vaccine on that. Yeah. And then, you know, and then maybe, yeah, maybe somehow we came out of all of that. But um, I kind of fell asleep with four hours but yeah. <laughs> of this, like, really long story. But uh. the, the interesting thing that the guy was saying medically was that your intestines, um, you know, where somebody can get sick and somebody else won't get sick, and the reason that some people would get the polio and some people wouldn't get the polio was that if your intestines were damaged in any way and the blood was getting through or things were getting through the intestines into your getting into your blood system, that was actually what was making people sick because it was getting mm-hmm. through the intestinal wall. It was really... Mm-hmm. Um, well permeability and, and things traveling through the body, getting through the, to the brain and whatnot. I, every part of the body is hooked together and connected and all receive messages, obviously, from each organ sends out its message, its signal to the other members. And um, I think they all cry out for certain foods and things. Uh, and a lot of times when people are like lacking something, uh, Karen is pretty good at this, but if they're lacking, um, the, the symptoms will show in their body. Karen, can you give us a couple of the symptoms? Like you, you sometimes say, the bags under the eyes equal this, and you know, wrinkles up here equal that. Do you kind of do you have any of those off the top of your head? Yes, of course. Well, uh, with the under the eye, it can be colon issues if it's kind of dark, but the puffiness and can be dark is kidney. Uh, the body gives us these signs, and sometimes we'll have a line down our between our eyebrows or two lines. One can be liver, the other skull, bladder. When we start getting the lines above our upper lip coming down toward our lip, that shows that uh, the small intestine is getting in trouble. When we have fat lips, sometimes those girls want fat lips, but it actually shows that we have slow digestion, a little tougher to keep the weight off. And it just goes on and on because the face never lies Mm -hmm. and it tells us what's going on. As does the body. The, the Lord gives us all these signs, and you're right. The brain, that mm-hmm. in, that intestinal system, is a second brain, and the whole idea is that we're to absorb the food back through the wall of the small intestine, mm-hmm. and then a lot of the toxins and poisons go out through the large intestine. But if that's all uh, clogged and corroded mm-hmm. up, it's very difficult, even when we eat good food, yeah, exactly. for it to get back through that wall of the intestinal system. So mm-hmm. sometimes people eat good or eat better, and they're like, I don't feel any better. Right. And that's why number one in health is cleansing, as it is in Christianity. And then we need to build, build on the word. Get out the sin. And mm-hmm. work on the nutrients. And so with that, you're sharing a lot of good things about what you heard in that radio program. So that's really good. Did you have any other things you wanted to add to that? Oh, I just thought this thing you said about your lips was really interesting. Can I can I make sure I understand? So you're sure. saying when somebody has a bigger bottom lip that looks sort of pouty, that yes. that indicates that their intestines work slower and they can get heavier from that? Is that what you're saying? 
Yes, it usually means that there's stress in the digestive system. And that is a sign that, one, digestion is slow. And two, when digestion is slow, your metabolism usually is not burning at the top rate. So it's difficult to keep the weight off the body. So even though they're, you know, attractive to have these fatter, puffy lips, (laughs) if it's not Botox or something like that, it actually is a sign of a stressed digestive system. And there's books on that. A lot of the old timers even did uh, books on that. I like the book Nature Has a Remedy. Bernard Jensen has pictures of faces in there. There's a book called The Face Never Lies. And there's different references that you can look up to figure out, and it'll even help you understand the personalities of your family according mm-hmm. to the face face structure and that type of thing. God has made us so wonderfully, as you say, Margie, and mm-hmm. it's all connected. Yeah. It's all connected. And so it's just, it's so important that we understand the responsibility, but also the gift God has given us mm-hmm. by giving us this life and that we get one more day and the choices that we make that this vehicle of our body that carries our spirit, this is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So it matters what we put in our mouth and what we don't. Mm-hmm. Are we giving our body and our brain what it needs? Mm-hmm. And that's for us. But then what do you know? We have children. Mm-hmm. And I think, Margie, we're going to talk about that, about mm-hmm. a ways that family eats and what causes some of these genetic things to occur yeah. and these habits that we pick up. So that's really cool. We appreciate you calling in. Yeah. Thank you very much. And if you think of another question, call us back. Um, we've, well, we've, we're inviting... Oh, one more? Okay. What, would, what does it mean when somebody has the parentheses on either side of their, like, cheeks between their mouth and, you know, like the oh, crease is there? Okay, you know, so like would that crease. be more of a thinner face, you mean, that that happens with? Well, I just, I mean, like, I mean, coming down from your nose, like the crease on the side of your face between your cheeks and your mouth. Does mm-hmm. that mean anything? Because I missed the other crease that you were talking about coming up from your lips that meant something and... Well, that one means um, intestine and the, the Yes, like a lot of times you'll see as people get older, they'll get these fine lines or these in-depth lines that come down from their nose on the top of their lip. Mm-hmm. That is actually showing what's happening with shape and the condition of the intestinal system. Um, the other one that you're talking about, I'm not pulling that up off the top of my head. I think I'd need to see a picture of what that is, but yes. There is a reason for everything, and uh, we are just phenomenally made. Yeah, it's amazing. And I think that, uh, well, the other one you might be referring to is what she said, the the little creases between the eyebrows when people, I mean, sometimes when people are young, they don't get that, but those little lines that kind of go up, and they're having to do with liver and gallbladder. Um, And, of course, I, I know that, you know, liver spots happen when people get a little older um, and all these kinds of things, but even... You know, some of those remedies and skin things can be taken care of with much, um, with some simple little remedies. So, but, in, you know, I think, again, eating, to- detoxifying is so important. So, Karen, give us and, and, and our listeners, too, and, and thank you so much. And you um, got any more questions, call us back or stay on the line or get in the chat room or whatever you want to do. But anyway. Thank you. Yes, dear. And, thank um, you, Mark. You're, you're so welcome. welcome. 
Um, what about, uh, what was I just going to ask you about oh, some of the remedies for, um, uh, you know, people who have uh, issues with, you know, how to, how to address their issues of like liver, uh, you gallbladder, know, gallbladder yeah. that type of thing. Well, you know, Margie, I'm an herbalist. Mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. And an herbalist is right next to a bottle washer and a cook. And what do you mean by that? What I mean is that we can grow our herbs in our kitchen or in our garden. It's not illegal. We can grow our food. and The food police won't come and get you? (laughs) (laughs) And so I can share with you about historically how it's been used. I can share with you what I do for myself because in the United States, up to this point, we can still share our story. And so freedom of speech, right? Yeah, that's right. But we're not free in a lot of areas. So I cannot tell you what to do and I cannot uh, connect what the story is uh, to sell a product, Mm -hmm. which is really quite sad because, you know, we really need truth in marketing in this country Uh uh because marketing is so deceptive. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish that they would have to tell the truth mm-hmm. about the medications and about yeah. the things that they're uh, fooling people on. Yeah, and I wish we could tell the truth about what God gives us as the gifts to well, it's for our like body. Well, it's kind of like everything, isn't it? The enemy's always trying to do the gatekeeping and keep out the truth from people, whether it's the truth of Jesus or the truth of the truth of food. Uh, and, then, and, and on the other side, the enemy gets to tell all the lies they want you and know, spin it and make it look like it. light and yeah, truth. So, wow, do we need to be in tune into mm-hmm. Yes, number one is in our spirit. But the other part that I know about, that's the period right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other part is, if you know, you hear people talk about a gut feeling. We mm-hmm. all get that. Mm-hmm. Well, that is really true. Since the intestinal system, the small intestinal system, right around the belly button, we have a whole intellectual center. Really? That is why it's referred to as the second brain. Many mm-hmm. doctors, medical doctors even, will refer to that as the second brain. Mm-hmm. And up to possibly 90% of the serotonin in our body is produced in this area from the small intestine. Now, serotonin is our happy chemical. Right. And it's what helps to balance the melatonin and take, serotonin. And take out the depression. Yes, and having a good sleep and building our immune system. Well, if we are getting our gut feelings from a dirty gut, we're probably not going to be as accurate oh, yeah. as we are if that gut is good and cleaned out mm-hmm, and processing mm-hmm, as it mm-hmm. should, not a slow metabolism, well, not a too fast metabolism. You know, oh yeah, back to to- detoxifying, I think that's part of what I wanted to ask a little bit earlier too. Um, you know, I know some things people talk about fiber and they talk about, uh, you know, getting your fiber and blah, 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 so you can, you know, keep cleansed and detoxified. Um, I know one of the things that works pretty well for that is flax. You know, mm-hmm. they do their flax smoothies in the morning, grinding the flax. Um, it's good to grind it, yes. You're definitely not eating it raw. I mean, not raw is good, but not whole without grinding because they just go right And through. you can do it whole, Margie, if you will just mix it into grape juice the night before or oh. mix it in your yogurt. We used to, as a health, um, a natural health cook in a health center, in my younger day, um, we would the doctor would have us stir the flaxseed in the yogurt. We made our own yogurt mm-hmm. and put it in there the night before with a little bit of blackstrap molasses. Mm-hmm. And you can put that in then or later. 
but then it's like the flax can uh, absorb the moisture and it pops a little okay. bit and then it gets puffy and it's easy to chew. So if a person doesn't have an irritable bowel situation or um, an issue that would be a problem with seeds, Mm-hmm. That is another way, and chia seed is wonderful mm-hmm. put into the grape juice the night before. Yes, it will thicken it like a gel, mm-hmm. but it also you can drink it. However, or the other it. way is mm-hmm. to put it and, and just grind it right before you use it so it doesn't mm-hmm. oxidize and start to become rancid. But fiber is mm-hmm. highly important. So if, if we wanted to do just a, a daily routine of cleansing, um, just kind of, you know, I suppose there's different organs that need to be cleansed. There's the, there's the, the colon, there's the liver, there's the whatever, whatever. So can you come up with some just, you know, like food cleanses that would be, you sure. could work them right into your routine and you wouldn't have to go after these very exotic 30-day cleanses or whatever. Mm-hmm. We cleanse every day, even if it's just a little bit, whether we perspire and don't know it or are breathing if we didn't, we wouldn't be around long. However, um, it starts with our breathing and breathing deeply. That mm-hmm. is part of cleansing. Mm-hmm. It is very important that we drink pure water and drink enough of it. That helps our kidneys and liver and the organs that are filters to just flush mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people do it, Margie, that are living on soda and not drinking water well, or living look, on coffee. I, oh, I don't know how the body does look it. At, listen to what diet soda does. This is a, a, a diet Coke deal um, causes weight gain and obesity I know I've heard of people who say we drop stop drinking coke and we drop 20 pounds in a year. very often yeah very often at least the first time you do it um, if you go back to it I don't know what the guarantees are then it's very acidic so it's actually demineralizing the bones and teeth so you may be dumping in minerals in the morning and depleting it by noon with a, a, a can of diet coke and diet doesn't mean a thing. It actually... It means die, D-I-E. Yeah. And it doesn't, isn't, you know, changing the, the number of calories. You should be counting what uh, chemicals, not calories. That's right. <laughs> uh, and it, it incre- increases the risk of heart attack and stroke. And, and then, of course, if it's got diet, it's going to have to have some sort of aspartame in it, which does what? That destroys brain cells. That causes all kinds of symptoms, panic and... Uh, you know, um, even symptoms of like MS and stuff like that. Just That's because aspartame is made with three ingredients, Margie, and when two or three of those combined, it forms a formaldehyde-type substance in the body, which Ooh. then many times will gather because the body does not know what to do with it. it. And that is many times the tumors, the brain tumors. Oh, so it affects the, the, the sight. Yeah, because it got the uh, lymph, leukemia and lymphoma. I suppose the lymph glands are, are cleansing vehicles, so they're just sucking up this poison, and eventually they get poisoned. And, and you know, it took me 20-some years in nutrition because I'm a little bit slower than the average bear to understand that true health is at the cellular level. And what we really need is healthy cells. And when cells are not healthy and they replicate and duplicate, then we produce other abnormal cells and they start to clump together which mm-hmm. forms a tumor sure. that's how we say it as a lay person so I remember when I first moved to Montana and my insurance gal was telling me about this party that had went in because this person had a tumor in their head I believe they called it a brain tumor but they had a tumor the size of a baseball Ooh, ouch! and when and I was just 
beginning to put two and two together. This was in the early 80s. And uh, the surgeon actually said that it was a clump of NutraSweet. Oh, my goodness. He actually said that. He actually said that. And NutraSweet is just a trade name, as is equal, for the scientific name of aspartame. So it's absolutely dangerous. And every once in a while when they feel the public is catching on to the nasties, they give them a new name. And so the new name for aspartame is? Well, it can come under natural sweeteners now along with other artificial ingredients, which is totally evil, totally wrong. Mm-hmm. But because the public's getting smart. They can call it natural sweeteners? And they are actually getting educated. It just happened about two months ago mm-hmm. that that went through. So don't be fooled by this natural word no, and what natural. it really is. And so the other thing that happens, Margie, is that when the body doesn't know what to do with the substance, that's yeah. when we begin to get stiff and sore and have these joint issues. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's just the product that's being um, consumed. is gathering in the joints. Right, with that, or it's actually depleting the bone because the body has to stay at a 7.3 pH to keep us alive. There's a very narrow window there. And surgeons know about this, and they watch that during surgery. Otherwise, we go into shock and we die. And so they watch that. So our body is continually working for us, continually fighting. Pumping heroin and meth and coke and macaroni and cheese and junk into their body, how, they, how, in, how in the world do they even maintain a pH of 7.3? I think it's very difficult for the body, but it has to go to the tissue, the organ, and finally the bone to get the minerals that it needs mm-hmm. to keep that pH mm-hmm. where it needs to be to keep them alive. I think, go ahead. And then that's where we learn that, well, you start aching so much and you have mm-hmm. even children who have... Um, we used to call it growing pains. I'm sure you did with your kids too, but it was actually a lack of minerals. It, that's where it can lead to the osteopenia, the osteoporosis, and finally bone cancer because the body's doing its best to keep us alive, but we're not. We're just continually stealing from the savings account. We're, we're fighting ourselves. We're thwarting our own uh, efforts. The body wants to keep us alive, and we're sabotaging our own life. And isn't it amazing? And doesn't that make sense that we would be be so restless and we would have anxiety? And so what happens is that when we give the body greens and minerals and Mm -hmm. enzymes Mm -hmm. and real food, and even when we get in the sun, Margie, it balances our pH. And when the pH is balanced, that's when you're relaxed and you want to take a nap because Mm -hmm. the sun will balance the pH for you as well as help you absorb vitamin D. Even walking in the grass with your bare feet. Well, Very good, as long as that grass you. has not been sprayed. Yeah, true. But you know, the thing is, obviously, so many people have heard this. They already know this stuff, and I think that a lot of people have even given it a try. Quit drinking the Coke, you know, change your health and eating habits and stuff. And they've run in, smack dab into some very difficult walls, cravings, um, uh, and then, when, then withdrawals and addictions. And, you know, my... I really believe that the enemy, because he sees the critical importance of health and nutrition, will the spirit, the evil spirits, will come in. Uh, There's a verse in um, the Amplified. It goes like this. It's in Romans chapter uh, 6, verse 12. Do not let sin reign as king in your mortal, short-lived, perishable body to obey it in its lusts um, or yield to it or let it rule over you. 
to obey it and make it obey you. I mean, uh, make you obey it. Mm. Make you mm-hmm. obey it right. and its cravings. Cravings, it uses the word cravings and evil desires and passions. Mm. Um, and I think the, the craving, the definition of craving is trying to stop something you can't quit doing or trying or to quit wanting something more. that can't stop and wanting more. And so when we're working on like an addiction, mm-hmm. uh, a food addiction, it's no different than any other kind of thing. It's a very spiritual activity um, that needs to sometimes there needs to be an, a getting to the root of the lie and, um, and, and dealing with that, that demonic uh, program or that spirit or that force. And, you know, not only do people crave things, they also have an aversion to things. They have most people, a lot of people... I have been set up programmed to have an aversion to healthy foods. Um, and I got to ask you the next question on my list of questions. Um, why do you think people eat junk food and have an aversion to good food and fruits and vegetables? Uh, there's a couple, couple thoughts with that. One is sometimes the mom and dad have how they have eaten and then how the mom eats as she carries the baby when she's carrying the baby. Mm-hmm. And then when those children are born, what they do because our taste buds can change, but our cells have memories mm-hmm. and it remembers. Mm-hmm. And what I'm finding, Margie, is that when we eat junk food, we want more. And when we, we eat good food, yeah, we can be satisfied. But the next meal, your body wants more of those herbs out of your garden, mm-hmm. more of that fresh fruit, more of that salad, because whatever we do, yeah. then the body gets used to that. Now, it does take three months to make a permanent change in the body, but in that time, even the taste buds can change. I remember my mom saying, well, your taste buds will change, mm-hmm. especially when we started in health and she went through the cupboards and cleaned out the sugar and the white mm-hmm. flour and all of that, because we did a lot of baking besides mm-hmm. having the garden and everything. And it is so true. Um there's it is our relationship with food is deep yeah it is it is and what i find in my consulting and teach people teach me so much that psychological spiritual relationship mm-hmm. of food and drink and all of that is many times that can of coca-cola or diet do or whatever it is um that glass of wine that alcohol mm-hmm. that special dessert, that cup of coffee, Mm -hmm. is the escape time. So we see it as freedom. Yeah. And when we have freedom, it seems like, no, you're not going to take that away from me because that is my freedom. Yeah. Don't tell me what to eat, right? Right. Uh, And we do keep that because it's like our thing, like, okay, at least my spouse can't be telling me what to do on this. So you have control over something. Or my... Uh, you know, hopefully uh, my doctor's telling me good things, but at the same time, maybe I don't want to listen to that doctor. Mm-hmm. So it's your little escape. Mm-hmm. But what's so, in, what's so interesting with that is that the darkness will come in mm-hmm. and it will take that freedom that what we see as freedom that no one can freedom tell me to what choose. to do yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes our addiction. Mm-hmm. And that's why it has such one reason. It has such a stronghold, mm-hmm. just speaking me as a herbalist slash mm-hmm. certified nutritionist, is that... Slash bottle washer. <laughs> slash farmer, gardener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
because you know what? I love having the freedom of not having to have a license mm-hmm. to uh, do what I do to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And For yourself, yeah. Yes, and so in that... But you do have a license, a certification. I don't have a license. Um, yeah. I, I would see a license as a bondage, uh-huh. as I do have certification mm-hmm. as a certified nutritional mm-hmm. consultant on a national basis that mm-hmm. doesn't uh, comply with many states licensing, you'd have to be a dietitian or nutritionist, um, and also studying for my master herbalist, but also then a certified natural health professional, which any person can do with some dedication to attending some classes, doing some online classes. Mm -hmm. You can do it right from your home, Margie, just Mm -hmm. even if you want to educate yourself and for your family. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, I got enough to do, but anyway, let's listen to a commercial here. I love See, you're the expert in this, so I can just ask you, because you're my friend. Okay, let's listen to this commercial and see if this sounds like us. I want it, and I want it now. Chocolate. A juicy burger with everything. A turtle brownie latte overload. A cold beer. That guy over there. That lady at the counter. Cravings. Intense desires that demand satisfaction often rule our lives. Our cravings have formed habits we can't break, even though they are breaking us. The more we try to take control of our lives, the more out of control our lives become, and we end up doing more and more of what we really don't want to do. In Marjorie Cole's Cravings Manual or CD, you will find rock-solid answers to your dilemma. No more crazy diets, guilt, denial, white-knuckling, or endless frustration. Just a release of truth from the Book of Romans that will set you on the path to freedom you never thought you'd have. To receive your copy or CD of Cravings, just go to www.liferecovery.com. That's www.liferecovery.com. Hey, we're back. And uh, I see this quote that Karen's sharing some of her PowerPoints with me as we're kind of going through this. And maybe you can share them online at some point because you are yes. such a wealth of information. I love this one. It says, uh, this is guy by a guy named Alfred E. Newman. Have no idea when he lived, what he did, did, but he says we're living in a world today where lemonade is made from artificial flavors and furnish, furniture polish is made from real lemons. It's so true. So it's drink so the furniture sad. polish. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like real lemon. It must be a natural furniture polish. Yeah, that's marketing. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, I tell you. But um, so back to this idea of, um, you know, why do people eat the junk food? And because, number one, I think it's quick. It's, it's fun. It's easy. Tastes, tastes good. You would think, oh, let's just go out and eat. Oh, let's have a Sunday. Oh, let's Treat. drive through Burger King or McDonald's or well, Dairy Queen. Yeah, we'll, we'll take the shortcut today, mm-hmm. uh, the shortcut to the path of health, you know. Um, and also, I think it's, it's really programmed. Uh, we have the marketing. We have the media we have the little ditties singing through our heads you deserve a break today all kinds of stuff oh who is alfred e newman she's giving us a evil eye over there oh mad magazine yeah well the world has gone mad and it isn't that the truth alfred you're right the world's crazy out there (laughs) and um so, yeah, I mean, it's just so easy. And a lot of times when people are tired, they're going to take the easy way out. And you know, 
why? I mean, it just people just don't know where to start. They're overwhelmed with their life. Life is too much, and that's why I would suggest if your life is too big for you and you're too exhausted and you don't know where to start, and you feel like it's all up to you, you could turn your life over to Jesus Christ and let Him carry it for you because He said, "My yoke is easy and my burden is light," and that all works right in with this, doesn't it? It's all hand in hand, Margie. Because He's going to help us, yeah. Yes, and He'll show us the way. And whoever's listening to this, whether live or in an archive. Hopefully it's the right time for you and that beginning there and then also to begin where you are in your steps. You had asked me earlier, Margie, about some ideas for detoxifying. And I was wondering if I could just carry that a bit further on a couple of steps to help people. So we know number one is oxygen, breathing in and out. Number Mm -hmm. two is water, drinking pure water. And number three is minerals. Mm-hmm. And with that, I love the ionic minerals from Nature Sunshine. And we also have a new product called Vital Soul and that is full of greens. And you just add them to your water. And then there's chlorophyll. Mm-hmm. And that green is cleansing and building all in one. So we, that's really easy. It's almost like a pill. If it's liquid. A, it's a liquid. Oh, okay. Like and it's just added to your water or your smoothie, and you can do the or same for your kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so when you make that smoothie in the morning, you just add extra because none of us get enough green yeah. on most days, I mean, overall. Well, you know, that's, to interrupt you a little bit, that's right. You know, it's how hard is it to open a packet that contains 20 servings of organic fruits and vegetables and pop it into your water and throw a little minerals on top of it and slug it down. You're on your way and you got your half day's cooking done. You yep, know? or the equivalent to that, yes, for the antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is uh, to add the fiber, like you were saying. One thing that I really like to share with people is mm-hmm. that there, there's two main fibers, soluble and insoluble. How do you remember that? I have one simple mind that just I'm like a kid so I need an illustration Mm -hmm. so soluble is a sponge it's going to absorb and insoluble is a broom it's going to sweep it out and so flaxseed in the studies that I have done is about um, it has soluble and insoluble about equally once 49% once 51% of the fiber of soluble and soluble so it helps to sweep it out of the body and it helps to absorb the toxins bacteria parasites viruses all of that that's when we need to drink water to help that fiber so that's why an apple a day keeps the doctor away is for the fiber basically mm-hmm. so in that and then it's to begin to eat raw Mm-hmm. An organic raw fruits morning and several servings, organic vegetables, mm-hmm. five to six mm-hmm. veggies a day. You can mix and match. You can do smoothies. You can do salads like we had that wonderful salad you made us today. I mean, how many vegetables were in that, Margie? Let me see. We had zucchini. We had cucumber. We had raw peas. We had lettuce. We had arugula. We had mushrooms, we had tomatoes, we had... Um, and you probably said onions? Uh, no, I didn't have onions in you that You didn't? One. No. But I know we did last night with the cucumber salad mm-hmm. that you made. It was delicious, and I feel so good. And, yeah, it's, it's easy. It's fun. So those are some of the things you right there to start. stuff like that. So it's not so much about cooking, Margie, as it is about planning and preparing yeah. and having the food in the house. What I found with my kids is if I just put the grapes out on the table, washed, and hopefully you're doing organic. We can talk about that. Uh, popcorn, healthy popcorn. Mm-hmm. What a great, my, my mom always used that instead of chips. 
And you know what? And it's more you economical. Can make it with coconut oil. It is really yummy. Really good. Mm-hmm. It sure is. And then the other thing is, say with your veggies, if you have celery is really good for us, organic carrots, cucumbers, whatever it is, and then you have a healthy dip. Whether mm-hmm. you make it or you purchase some, say your kids can't have dairy. I love to get a non-dairy sour cream. And then I put in my organic spices. You can buy a packet of those even that are a ranch dressing mm-hmm. with no MSG. Mm-hmm. And the kids can have their fun dip really? and they eat more veggies. You know, going to that MSG stuff, those, those I can say names, right? This is a free country. You know, those chips that are all, you know, hot and spicy and triangle shaped and they... And, and they start with a D on the package, and they've got lots of different flavors, and everybody's addicted. The to big them. wow flavor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're just soaked in this junk, and and there are many nice alternatives now to some of these uh, the, the organic chips and um, stuff. There's a lot of nice alternatives, but you have to find a nice grocery store or a, a health food section uh, in a grocery store. And I think there is, like you said, getting to be more demand for that. So try some of that stuff. Break out of your old dead rut and try some different chips. Okay, and even that chip you're mentioning, they even have it now with no MSG. They even have ranch dressing with no MSG because the public is getting educated and they're getting demanding. And so they're they're beginning to, but you're still going to get GMO, genetically modified Mm -hmm. organisms, unless it's certified organic, Mm -hmm. which, so you're back to your question. Why are we eating junk food? Because it's addictive. Why is it addictive? Because Mm -hmm. they purposely make it that way. Mm -hmm. And MSG is one of those addictive things. And did you know that the artificial sweeteners are addictive? Mm -hmm. And when you talk about heroin and cocaine, Sugar and corn syrup is actually more addictive than those drugs. And the very hook that they hook into the cell to addict you is the very hook that corn syrup and sugar does in the cell. But it's more addictive. So, yeah, how does their body so function? So do we have a but how does... program for corn syrup yet? Uh, you know, getting off corn syrup? <laughs> well, it's in about every product that's out there, whether it's listed or not. And so that's and the one reason it's Hi, so Hi, my name is Joe Blow, and I'm addicted to corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an addict. <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of anything, but seriously, we don't realize because it's a common every day. We eat it all the time. And our so brain thinks it yeah. needs it. Yeah, so you don't even recognize you're addicted until you start to change, pull back from that thing. You don't get that thing, and then... Then the, the whiners start to whine inside of you. Why, why, why? I want that. I want that. I got it. I got it. And they put pressure on you. And that, I would say, is spiritual. It is. It's spiritual. And it manifests the in the physical. And the big pharma and the big food manufacturer, they know. And they don't care about you. Mm. Pharma. Pharmakia. Pharma is the Greek word for witchcraft. And that is what we see a lot of. They're making our food into potions and spells. And I got a GMO fact of the day talking about GMOs. I mean, we've heard about genetically modified organisms for a long time. And that's, but it's actually only been since, what, what, 95 or something like that? That we've been hearing about it? Or they've been doing it. Oh, they've been doing it a lot longer than that. Even clear back Mm. um, the 70s, the 80s, the corn. They actually, what is that? Do you know what? Seventy some percent of the corn was already GMO in the 80s. I remember, so, but we never, we didn't hear about so it. So what they were actually trying to do is trying to get the weeds out of the fields. So they were putting, um, making the seeds resistant to sprays that they were also creating. 
insect and weed insecticide resistant yeah, that they yeah. say, oh, it doesn't hurt the human being, even well, though they don't know yet, but, but they do. But, you know, so the top five major GMO crops in this country start out with corn, soy, as in soybeans, canola, cotton, and sugar beets, as which comes from which comes our sugar. They have been genetically engineered to be herbicide tolerant, so they can actually spray this Roundup stuff on the, the plants, and the plants won't wilt and die because the seeds have been manufactured to, to, to take it, to, to resist it, to be tolerant. But the Roundup-ready crops, they're, they're prepared that way. They're, they're scientifically engineered to protect the plant so that the plant will grow. But, uh, and so the farmers spray the spray on to kill the weeds. Um, but humans are not Roundup-ready. Right. Uh, we're not genetically modified by God to be able to uh, take. They're working on that. Yeah, they're working on that. But when it says really? Roundup Ready, a lot of the Roundup is right in the seed already. Mm. So that's mm. why many of the other countries are not accepting our GMO crops because they they don't know or they do what it's going to do to the DNA of them, their children and their grandchildren, mm-hmm. which we're really seeing a lot of effects from that. So, in other words, to quote this famous quote from a gal named Ann Wigmore, the food you eat can either be the safest and most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. That is so true. And, and you, Sorry, I just have to say this. You know, a lot of people don't care. They do not care if they live or die. They're gonna, they're, they actually, That's sad. I, I think eating food with your spoon, I think that killing ourselves with our, our, our food and the, with our spoons is a slow form of suicide. It's just like people who smoke, smoke, smoke. And of course, we're not condemning people. I understand it's a spiritual situation. We're not condemning. There are demonic deliverances that need, there's, there's junk going on. We're not saying try harder to be, to, to be good and eat right. We're not saying that. We're saying you get so beat up after a while spiritually that you don't care. You just don't care. When you say that people don't care if they live or die, I know that can be true in some cases, but isn't it true that most people, their greatest fear is dying? And that's why they're so panicky well, these days? It goes both ways. I think their greatest fear is dying, but the, the biggest lie that they believe is dying will relieve the pain, the pressure, the death, the, the despair. And so some, in some ways the devil has sold them a bill of goods that death is an easy out. It's the way out of here. Let's commit a suicide slow, fast, mm. whatever, uh, because they, their life is so painful. And that's because they don't really have Jesus, and even some who have Jesus are so beaten up that uh, to have hope. It's yeah, I, that's the bottom line. I, I think it's not having hope. Um, and then what we're doing is we're taking our hopelessness and our bad habits and our and our you know you know despair, and we're passing it on to our children by training them up, programming them to eat the same foods that we were brought up on that are destroying and killing us. I know a lot of people who weren't. You know, if they were raised, like you were raised with a mother who threw the sugar out and, you know, started baking the bread and, you know, veggie goat's milk. And that was her, one of her goals was to raise healthy kids. Yeah. And most moms, they'll, they'll, on the way home from work, they'll stop and get something at the, you know, the fast food place or, you know, pick a, a paper cardboard pizza up or whatever they're going to do or whatever, just, just to get the something in the kids to shut them up so they can, you know feed them. And I know they don't have the time. They don't have the energy. And it's hard to 
think they do meal. have the time. Well, yeah, I know. and they can find the energy, but it's getting I off think, the merry-go-round. It's well, like think, saying, "Okay, stop." Well, you have I to am be hopping desperate. off of this. You have to be done with it. You have to be decide, and then you have to ask the Holy Spirit, "Okay, God, Help show me. me. Help me. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I cannot do this by myself." Give me an inspiration. Now, so let's give them a little inspiration, um, maybe on uh, you know with kids especially. Um, so, to what can we do to re- reduce or reverse this this death by spoon syndrome? Uh, let's start with kids. What are some of the things that maybe come into your mind? Um, most kids. Here's the problem. I've got grandkids, and it's funny how everyone is raised different according to their parents. You know. Right. Interests and interests and uh, abilities to uh, and concerns about this particular subject. So every one of them is almost like a living experiment. Uh, one gives them normal people food that you buy in a store, but didn't vaccinate. One gives them excellent food, got them vaccinated. One didn't vaccinate, gives them total junk food, and I mean, it's like, oh my god, you know. And, and of course, um, I'm the, you know, and, but, but I know this, not just from, you know, kids everywhere, that there's, a, there's a, an aversion to something that's, that they haven't tried, something that's new, something they haven't seen other kids eat, something. Or mom and dad that. don't do it. Or so mom and dad I don't, don't do it. it. Right. Right. I have a couple little stories with that, even though this is on the lighter side. Oh, we'll take light. Okay. So. Is it fat free? <laughs> no, we need fat. That's right. Our brain is made out of 60% fat. Okay, I'm yeah, listening. we'll be really healthy if we really up our good fats, our coconut oil and our avocado and real pure olive oil and okay. real butter. Okay. So, speaking of baby food, which you shouldn't say baby food, but yeah, you know, when when I was a, a new mom and uh, we couldn't afford baby food, we couldn't afford um, the Gerber or anything like that. And so what I would do, speaking of avocados, hmm. I would mash up bananas and avocados, and hmm. that's what our kids ate. And I didn't realize how healthy they were at the time. They just were fast, easy easy to mush yep. up, and they loved them. And so um, there's baby food for you right there. That's wonderful, and your girls are beautiful and healthy. And so when you start them out on good food, I mm-hmm. see with the old timers, what I say old timers, that actually begin with a garden, even if they lived in the city or they bought their food from a farmer or the farmers that had gardens, their constitutions are so much stronger. Mm -hmm. The great-grandparents, the grandparents, then every generation gets weaker. Mm -hmm. So you see the difference in that of growing up on real nutrients, real food versus chemicals. But here's a couple of light stories. Uh, Raising my kids in Montana... Uh, Then I had sisters that were there and also had children. And they knew when they came to our house that they loved. First thing they do is ask for the chlorophyll. I met Dee Dee and our family. And Aunt Dee Dee, can we have some chlorophyll, the green drink? And even the kids from school, they wanted chlorophyll. And so most of the time, kids want to eat good. And many times they lead the way for the parents. Uh, however, I have ran into a few cases where they will have nothing to do with good food uh, because their tongue and taste buds are so uh, saturated with, with toxins. So anyhow, this is the lighter stories. And it was such good lessons for me. Uh, my nephew, he was with us in South Dakota, and we were traveling back to Montana. And so we pulled off, and we, we did get burgers that night, real burgers. And it was out in the middle of Wyoming, 
and we just got the normal ketchup, mustard, pickles on the hamburgers. And so we get them and we start down the road because it's a big, long trip going from the farm back to Montana. It's about 900 miles. And uh, we got, and my little nephew began to cry. And I said, what's wrong? And he said, I don't eat mustard on my hamburger. Girls reminded me. I mean, he's just a little tot. He's like five or less, maybe less. And my girls reminded me, Mom, his dad doesn't use mustard. And that's all I had. I usually have cooler food and healthy food, but this is at the end of the trip. And and I just said, Honey, this is all we have. You either eat this or there is nothing because we had a long ways to go to the next town. So he choked it down somehow through his big tears. And then the next time we were getting together and we were going to do an event, maybe it was a rodeo or something, I went to get a burger for him. And I said, uh, I said, no mustard. And he looked at me and he said, Aunt Didi, I love mustard. And here, just because he had never tried it in his young life, and that's what Dad did. Mm-hmm. So you see the influence we have? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other fun, quick one, and these just stick with me. One, probably because it's family, but two, it just takes me by, because I'm such a literal person. Mm-hmm. If somebody tells me they don't like something or they want something, I really Believe do. Them. I Yes, mm-hmm. and I want to remember to, uh, you know, Honor that. To, to honor that and to do what they what they would prefer, if possible. And so I had my little niece over, and we would eat green peas, whether frozen mm-hmm. and thawed out on our salad or cooked. In this case, it was cooked. And so I said, uh, she said, no, I don't want any peas. Well, we we were raised. Here's how my mom did it. You had to have a little bit of everything on the table just to taste it because kids' uh-huh. taste buds are different than adults. And, mm-hmm. okay, we'll just try a little. And I said, well, we do eat peas and you will need to eat some. Oh, we just had quite a time. We had tears and we had a little session. And I thought, what do I do? She's not my child, do I? But this is what we do at our house. And she was there every week for uh, family night. So I said, well... Uh, this is what we do, and you do need to have some. I can put butter on them or whatever. Well, it was just kind of traumatic, and we had peace. So a while down the road, a few months, she and we have she's still coming to our house once a week, and this night we have peas again. And I'm sitting there thinking, it's Friday night, it's family night, I'm a bit tired. Oh, that's right. She doesn't like peas. Do I push this or not? Maybe I won't. Maybe I just won't say anything. So... I just thought, you know, yeah, that's the way we were raised, but if it's really that of much of an aversion, right? Mm-hmm. So I decided I'm not even going to push it. I'm not going to say she has, so I didn't even pass her the piece. Mm-hmm. So she's just a little squirt, once again, probably five years old, maybe. She, all of a sudden, she says, pass the peas, please. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lupa, I didn't think you liked peas. I love peas, Aunt Dee Dee. So you see, we cannot even assume for others or even yeah. for kids yeah. because we haven't discovered yet. How do we assume for ourselves mm-hmm. we don't like possibly one of the 2,000 fruits we've never even discovered in the rainforest mm-hmm. that could be good for us? Yeah. Oh, I eat apples, bananas, and pears. Oh, how boring we are. Yeah. And, you know, we just want to play it safe, don't yeah. we, Margie? Yeah, that's right. So 
little stories like that stick with me, and I hope that helps you with your children. Well, that it, it it's really, good to introduce them to that. That's right, and um, you know, I think if you don't make a big deal out of it and just they see you eating it, that's the food we eat, that's how we live. It's much easier. But if you if we get our our little taste buds programmed um, to eat the junk food or yeah, and you, once more, then you have to deprogram, which is harder than just going straight the first time. But parenting is so different now, even from not even my mom and dad, but even from me with my children Mm -hmm. who are now late 20s and early 30s. I was trained that I was the parent. Mm -hmm. So I was responsible. And God had given me these precious gifts to guide them, Mm -hmm. to instruct them, even if it's not always 100% correct, Mm -hmm. to care for them. And what I'm seeing now, Margie, is that the parents ask the child, what what do you want? Do you want this? You know what? That is Mm -hmm. too much pressure for Mm -hmm. a little two or three-year-old. They don't know what they want. And Mm -hmm. it's too much pressure when we start putting our parental responsibility Mm -hmm. on the child. Oh, my child won't take these herbs. Mm -hmm. Oh, my child won't eat this food. And I just want to look at them and Mm -hmm. say, who's the parent? But that's the problem that leads into the psych drugs, Margie. Mm-hmm. It's an epidemic with children. How many children are on psychological drugs now and psych drugs for oh, anxiety yeah. and panic and all these things? Well, and I read this article the other day, and it was uh, a solid article study. It was from the medical. However, mm-hmm. it was saying that because parents are on drugs, mm-hmm and they don't have the energy, mm-hmm. they cannot even deal with a healthy, normal child who has energy or a boy that bounces around. Mm-hmm. So they're putting them in, they and the schools are putting them on drugs to calm them down because the parents don't have the energy. Margie, that yeah. is so wrong. Well, here's a, here's a did you know kind of thing from your website that... Uh, in 1991, the eligibility rules changed for federal education grants um, to provide schools with $400 in annual grant money for each child diagnosed with ADHD. And as a result, the number of ADHD cases soared. Today, more than 7 million children have been labeled and registered as permanent patients of the school system. 10 to 12% of, of all boys between the ages of 6 and 14 in the United States have been diagnosed with having ADHD. You know, back in the day, these boys would run around, they'd be on the farm, they'd be investigating, they'd be uh, exploring, they'd be the Tom's Playing war, having sticks for guns and swords. Yeah, exploring caves and going... They need that. They need to be able to have a fight and tumble around and be boys. And we're trying to train them to sit in a chair. Well, we're too tired to deal with them ourselves. And teach them to be good Christian boys that Mm -hmm. we... Sticks and stones and straight and never move and don't say anything. But, you know, that's taking the character right out of them. But men, the problem is... Once you label a child and you give them special, you know, special classes, special groups, they are also, that is, trans, that's programming their identity to see themselves as different, bad, defective, something's wrong with me, um, I'm a retarded, slow learner, whatever you want to call it, they'll figure their own names out for themselves. But um, it is, it's, it's these medications, once they're started on these things like Ritalin and whatnot, they begin to believe the lie, I've got to have this. Right. In order to be okay. And so you see how psychologically all this stuff is just woven together. The lie with the food and the drugs and the, and the, and the experiences and the, the teaching, all just woven together. 
here's the thing, Margie. This is why I have such a passion to work with children and young people and young adults is because the young adults and the teenagers growing up are going to be the parents of the next generation. And we are seeing more and more birth defects, more Mm -hmm. and more brain problems, behavior problems. And it starts at our kitchen, at our table. Mm -hmm. It starts at having a microwave in the kitchen. It starts with all these blue and green and all these colored drinks we give our kids for Mm -hmm. energy. It just is so important that we, because now in nutrition and science, Mm -hmm. Food can change the DNA, and it is so powerful that when we say, oh, well, you know, I inherited this from my parents Mm -hmm. and my grandparents Mm -hmm. and all of that, one is because we learn to live like them. We learn to think like them, and it doesn't mean that everything's bad, but for Pete's sake, throw out the bad, Mm -hmm. replace it with the good, Mm -hmm. ask God how he wants you to think, Mm -hmm. open your heart up to the possibilities, not Mm -hmm. letting fear hold you back, Mm -hmm. and change the DNA so that you can have healthy children and you can have, they can have healthy children. Otherwise, I cannot, the picture that I have of this world, even Mm -hmm. 20 years down the road, it is scary. It is, it is sad. Mm -hmm. And we don't, we don't need all these disabilities. And you know what? The little babies don't deserve it. No, I know. And it's not necessary either. Um, and, and, you know, again, it takes something. Anytime there's something that's worth something, it's going to take a, a commitment to it. It's going to take... The commitment to life. Commitment to life. And that's where people are probably failing more than we can realize or too, too depressed to just bring it. Of course, the pharmaceuticals and all these other things and the lack of nutrition all add to that depression and that despair. Well, Margie, the thing is, is that I know you do too. I value life. And I didn't understand until I went to China a number of years ago and now having family from India, how, how in the countries that's so overpopulated, how they don't value life. And I couldn't get it. It just saddened my heart. Mm -hmm. That is happening here in the U.S., Mm -hmm. where we're not valuing life and we're helping the older die and we're helping Mm -hmm. with these humanistic views. Mm -hmm. And, yes, we have the Ted Turners and the Bill Gates that want to decrease the population and have it down to 17% of what it is now and only keep the smartest. But you know what? I'm going to fight for life. I'm going to fight for life from the beginning, from what we're putting in our mouth, (laughs) Mm -hmm. what we're not. And when you have a clear mind and a clear heart where you've detoxed the chemicals and toxins, you've got God as your base and your leader, you can think for yourself. Mm -hmm. You can think clearly. But Margie, when we're on these GMO foods that mix up the brain and the gut to where we can't even think and we're foggy, then we are on prescription drugs that take, morphine takes away your will to live. And they give it for a broken bone, they give it for a headache, they give it, they give it, they over give it even in the retirement home so that the person's not even with us the next day. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like paranoia, but you know what, it's really happening. Mm -hmm. And when you have a people who cannot think for themselves and who have, don't have a will to live, 
they're looking for the handouts, they're mm-hmm. looking for take care of me, yep, yep. you have a people that can be controlled. Absolutely. And, and that, is not what, that is not where we're headed, and it is a matter of choice on a mm-hmm. daily basis. Mm-hmm. Do I drink good water or not? Do I eat good food or not? Do I get physically fit or not? Mm-hmm. It's going to determine our future. Mm. It's it's really, you know, it's almost like, again, going back to, it's going to start with you. It's going to start with your relationship with God. It's going to start with repentance. It's going to start with canceling out your agreement with the lies of this is easy, this is okay, this is no big deal, this is not that spiritual, I can eat what I want to eat. Um, it's going to, it's really going to, it's going to be canceling out that lie that you, the commitment in the, that you've made with rebellion. Because when God says, eat the food I've told you to eat, he wasn't kidding. And there are consequences. They're not immediate. Obviously, sometimes. sometimes they are, yes. But I mean, because they're not always immediate, we kind of right. think, oh, well, you know, it's no big deal. God didn't strike me dead. I can do it, get by with it. But, you know, really seriously, if you're having a problem, you know, going forward with this desire, and there is a desire in everyone to live. There's also might be a demonic spirit in there, the spirit of death and agreement with death. I hate my life. I wish I were dead. That's where you might want to get some help, some counseling. Um, and we're encouraging you to call in tonight. Okay. Yeah, we're going to listen to a commercial right about now called Eating for Spiritual Health. This is really one that Karen and I did a couple of years ago. And it's uh, four CDs in this uh, set. And they're really powerful and so big crunch the information for you but here goes eating we gotta do it and we sure do plenty of it a lot of times we feel guilty about what we eat many of us are overfed yet we are undernourished physically and spiritually here's something you may have never thought of what we eat and the attitude in which we eat it has a lot to do with our spiritual health as well as our physical health In their powerful CD, Eating for Spiritual Health, Marjorie Cole and Karen Steen Finch explore what God has to say and what God has given us for optimum spiritual and physical health. You will see how God's diet plan is simply the best. To order your copy of this life-changing CD, go to www.liferecovery.com. Again, go to www.liferecovery.com. Okay, liferecovery.com or Karen, do you have a website? I do, Margie. Okay. And there's going to be a few new ones in the future. Looking forward to that. But presently, it's mynsp.com forward slash love the number four herbs. Otherwise, uh, you can email at love the number four herbs, plural, at Mm gmail.com with questions. And uh, happy to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got a whole bunch of stuff that's going to come out pretty soon, including a couple of, um, I hope, a couple of recipe books. Maybe I'm pushing you on Yes, that one, you but... are. That's good. <laughs> I, I need that. Oh, I see this is another cute little slogan you got here. There are too many people counting calories, but not enough people counting chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even begin to pronounce them? Um, you, yeah, what's that one? Oh, I like this one. Because sometimes it's like, should I buy organic or not? Is it worth it? Is it worth the extra money? Mm-hmm. Here's an example, Margie. Uh, unacceptable fact. A non-organic tomato has 35 pesticide residues. Five are known or probable of carcinogens. Carcinogens. Yes, yeah. for causing cancer. Three are developmental or reproductive toxins. 
14 are suspected hormone disruptors, disruptors and six are neurotoxins on a tomato, oh, something God. so healthy. And so that's really um, mm-hmm. something we need to think about. How about this one, Margie? Yeah, blueberries. That, that non-organic blueberries have 52, 52 pesticide residues. Um, for 24 suspected hormone disruptors. And that, of course, if your hormones are disrupted, you're going to be unhappy, imbalanced, dizzy, uh, irritable, uh, hard to live with, etc. For adults and children. Yes, yes. Eight known or probable carcinogens and de- seven adult developmental or reproductive toxins and 14 neurotoxins. Now, we, we know that blueberries are good for you. But, you know, I don't even think washing them off would necessarily Mm-mm. do all the... No. So, you better, why... so, so that's why you pray over your food. You know, I, I, I don't think we want to get people into a system of paranoia about their food uh, because there's, there's so much that you can... But even, you don't have to eat everything out there and, and you know, we won't need to eat as much. Um, let's talk about some of the things in our kind of wrap up here of 10 uh, things or a few things that we can do to help people pick out some things that they might um, want to eat. And sometimes, you know, like, for example, um, just a couple of simple standbys or basics, like for, if you're needing energy. Uh, I don't drink coffee. Um, I just don't really like it. It's, a, it's, it's too much bother. You know? Okay. But, but once, a couple of years ago, you were talking about coconut water and for energy. And uh, I've been using it ever since. Oh. Good. And uh, I've got my own little concoction here. Okay, tell but, us about it. All right, I take a, a glass water bottle or a glass bottle. You know, sometimes you can buy the juice and save the bottle. Yes, I do. Yeah. So I pour, you know, like one of those, um, oh, I don't know, what, what was in it, uh, something, what was in it? I can't remember. I don't know, doesn't matter. I, so Kombucha I, comes in the glass. Like that, yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I fill the bottle about a third full, maybe not quite, maybe a fourth full of coconut water okay then i add water like hydrogenated water like i have the hydrogen stick which puts more um makes it more uh hydrogenated and then i put in a packet of emergency which you okay. buy it's it's vitamin c a thousand milligrams just that gives it some flavor and there's different flavors you can get lemonade you can get uh all kinds of different flavors anyway and just make sure you get the one that is without the artificial sweetener because yeah. they have that now yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. And then, uh, and then I put in uh, a couple of drops of my minerals, and then I sometimes put in a little bit of just a little bit of sweetener, like a juice, like a concentrate mm. from you know juice or something. Just a little something to give it flavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know I carry that around, drink it cold, chill it down. Oh my goodness, that really hits the spot when I'm. So that's for energy. Okay, um, that sounds good. What are some other things we do for energy? I know a lot of people will grab a piece of sweet something, candy, chocolate, you know. Um, protein is good for me. I like almonds. I mm, do a raw lot of almonds. Uh huh. So I make this little concoction called soldier food. Okay. I put together raw almonds and then whatever else I want to put in there, organic raisins, uh, banana chips, um, whatever I kind of want to you know, I don't usually put too much chocolate in it. Once in a while, I'll throw a little piece of something in it. But cranberries, um, you know. Some dried fruit. Dried fruit. Yeah, absolutely dried apples. Sounding so good, Margie. And I pack You're that You're making in me my, hungry. 
seriously, I just fed you. What's wrong? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I seriously didn't just eat. But anyway, so I put it in a little baggie, a little plastic bag, Ziploc bag. I throw it in my purse. And I always, you know, people, I always pack some food wherever we go. That and a raw apple, that organic yeah. apple yeah. to have with your protein. My mom always said, there's nothing faster for fast food than a banana. But, yeah, banana, a carrot, an apple. That's yeah. like nature's fast food. Yeah. And But if you have the food with you, like I don't know about most people, but a lot of people commute and drive back and forth and stuff. But if you're tempted then at that point to get hungry and want to do a quick stop at somewhere along the way, you could, you've got the food right there. Just chow down. You've got your... Right. If your blood sugar start to fall mm-hmm. or you don't get oh, for lunch. And that's another thing. I do the green packets of um, the fruits and vegetables in the little green packets. Yes. And uh, I usually just throw that in a pile of water, throw a little chlorophyll in there, and I got my green drink. I got my purple drink. <laughs> right. And look at the money you save by not stopping at a gas station and getting oh, my something goodness. that's oh, just going to... Once in a while. I mean, like maybe twice a year. Yes. Okay, we, we stop at a gas station and, and like I'm away from home for several days and I don't have my stash of stuff that's run out, used it up. I went into a gas station not long ago to look for some Isn't food. That's funny, in. we go into the gas station to buy our food. That's kinda odd. It's kinda like well, I did brown paper bagging it at the fast food. I did not find a thing I could buy. <laughs> no. I went out of there I they didn't even have a banana, they didn't even have an apple either. and I won't buy any of this other junk. I just won't do it. So I just went hungry. Yeah, oh, but, you did a little fast. Yeah, but um, so that's, you know, for energy. And, and those things are simple, Coke. How, how hard is this? You're dumping a few liquids together. You can slam it as you go. Um, it's just, and, you know, it's just, even nowadays they have these wonderful drinks like the Bolt House drinks, you know, the Green Goddess and the blueberries. Oh, and, yeah, there's so many more good things in the like places. It's just like a meal in a bottle. It is. It's a smoothie and it's so good. Can I tell you some health benefits of coconut? Because yeah. I'm a big believer in coconut, coconut water, coconut oil, coconut cream, coconut. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coconut uh, oil. Yes, and coconut oil, too. It even too. comes in spray now. You can spray your pans with it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We're really getting modern. <laughs> okay, so most of the world grows up on coconut water, Margie. I learned this in 2005 when we began to bring coconut water into the U.S. out of Brazil. Mm-hmm. And... It actually helped to save my life when I went through some serious health problems. Wow. It's osmotic, and in Europe, they even use it for IVs. So most of the world grows up on it. I didn't realize that coming from the farm in South Dakota or yeah. living in Montana. That's Thailand and Asia and oh, India. And, trees, and it's hot. It's hot because it cools the body. God, mm-hmm. God made it that way. And in those wow, countries, in cool. the tropical islands. Evolution is so wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, that, that <laughs> oh, these cocas just showed up in the hottest countries of all so that those people could be cool. Where they could do that. They even put it in the bottle for the baby. Or oh, they yeah. drink it right out of the coconut, which is the best way. And they fe- you feel so good because it hydrates your body. Mm-hmm. And that's why God, is he makes it perfectly. And it's the best hydrator of possibly, I don't know how old the earth is. Is it 6,000 years old, possibly? We don't know. However long, however long, it's been hydrating millions and millions of people. And they grow up with it. And now we're just hearing about it. So 10 benefits of health uh, from the coconut. Should I buy some stock in in coconut? It would probably be a good (laughs) idea. Okay. I know we've sold a lot of it. Improved immune system. 
eases acid reflux, mm-hmm. healthier skin and hair, mm-hmm. improved weight loss, improved bone health, lowered risk of diabetes, heals and relieves intestinal problems, reduces joint and muscle inflammation, strengthens the liver, and it says kills bacteria and parasites. Now, these are not my points. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of these things, I would not be saying this, Margie, but I'm not selling coconut water. Yeah. And it's a food. So in my mind, here's how I would say it. It truly hydrates, and because of the right ratio of potassium and the good mineral mm-hmm. sodium, mm-hmm. and every cell of the body has a sodium, a well, potassium-sodium balance. So people, get your pencils out, get a piece of paper. You're going to keep tonight, before we get off the air, you're going to come up with three things that you can do. And I think Very coconut good. water covers, coconut something or other, covers so many. I mean, you can... It, it, it can Kill four birds with one stone. Ten, <laughs> ten birds you can kill with one stone. And coconut water, uh, milk, comes in so many different forms, mm. like coconut oil. And I even heard this, that if you hold it in your mouth for how many minutes, two or three minutes, it whitens your teeth? It can do that. And there's something called oil pulling where you put it in your mouth. You're supposed to hold it up to 20 minutes, which is a little bit hard to do. Because it but it actually, into... it actually pulls toxins out. I, I, I can't do that because it just melts away into your... It just slips down. But anyway, I have to tell you something, though. When my feet are really tired at night, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, so I rub them with coconut oil. Oh, nice. Just rub them with coconut oil. And totally, they're so happy. They go right to sleep. <laughs> happy feet. Goes, so the, my happy feet, the rest of me goes right to sleep, too. So It's so nice when you don't ache and hurt. And mm-hmm. we do need to lubricate the joints of our body. Mm-hmm. And you can, what we put on our skin is absorbed into the body. Mm-hmm. The other thing, Margie, we can add it to our smoothies. We can use oh, yeah. it in place of butter. My mom makes this fried chicken with coconut oil. You can make onion rings. I mean, you can fry in it because yeah. it is one of the few oils that doesn't change chemistry, even at 400 and some degrees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can add it to your baked goods. Mm-hmm. I love it in my smoothies. And Dr. Mm-hmm. Mercola says that we... You can put we, it in your granola, too. It's really good. Just Oh, when you bake it? it yeah. Or, yeah, when you make granola. Mm-hmm. So it helps to fight bacteria, viruses, mm-hmm. candida, mm-hmm. fungus, and it is a just, lifesaver. Or just buy a jar of it and take a teaspoon of it and just plop it in your mouth. If you can't figure out how a else to use it. tablespoon is even better. Okay, mm-hmm. just plop it in your mouth. Because the research on the health benefits is And it's bad usually, for your brain too, right? It's bad for your brain? No, it's fat. Oh, fat. <laughs> your brain needs some good fat. That's right. That's right. And we won't gain weight from doing good fat. Okay. Yeah, actually, the, when you eat and ingest good fat, it helps the body get rid of bad so fat. So we're going to write on our list coconut something, coconut oil, coconut milk, coconut water, or all three. Then we're going to put down liquid minerals. That's number two. Yeah. Then we're going to put down chlorophyll. That's yeah. a detoxant. That's number three. Number four, you're going to throw out your microwave, or you could put that as number one. Number five, you can do soldier food if you like. Right. Right. Make your own nut mix of raw nuts mm-hmm. and dried fruits. Mm-hmm. And take it with you so you don't have to be tempted to go to the fast food stores and mess yourself up. Right. All right. So that's five ideas. Yes. What else? I would say probably adding those flavors to your water, whether ionic minerals, chlorophyll. Mm-hmm. I love lemon. Lemon or lime oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. so detoxing. Lemon water. Simply lemon water. You can go, you know, even if you're eating out, you can do lemon water. That's right. That's right. And in the morning, it's so effective for the kidneys and liver. It gives you energy. It helps to burn fat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. 
Um, I would say one of the other household things is vinegar, oh, apple, apple cider vinegar, vinegar. Yeah. you know, drinking it in our water, making good salad dressing. That's one of the, um, you know, that'll kill about 20 birds with one stone right there, you know, because there's some things that are just good to have in your kitchen at all times. And here mm-hmm. we go. So apple cider vinegar, um, it's, it's all kinds of things prevent stomach flu illnesses. You know, wouldn't it be nice not to get sick in the wintertime when everybody's getting sick? I don't really get, praise God, get sick. You know why that is? Someone explained that to me because apple cider vinegar acts as hydrochloric acid, acts like hydrochloric acid in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And when we have enough of the good acid in our stomach, it kills the bacteria. So if you feel like you're getting sick, oh, the bad you bacteria. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you just uh, drink it in water or so, a spoon of it and a spoon of raw honey will balance the pH. A spoon, a spoonful of the equal parts. Equal parts in water, in not water. straight, but in water will really be helpful. Yeah, and that's good for a lot of things, and, and it's a really good energy drink too, I think. But it dissolves kidney stones, or it can, and this is, again, not our research, but uh, regulates pH for the body, helps relieve nausea, um, heartburn, reflux, uh, helps relieve asthma, allergies gout, lowers um, the glucose levels for diabetics, uh, relieves sinus pressure and infections, blood pressure, lowers blood pressure, lowers uh, cholesterol, reduces inflammation. And I've heard that inflammation is um, like a lot of issues, um, a lot of sicknesses, a lot of stuff come out of inflammation. Creates acidity in the body. And when we have acidity, we have more inflammation, inflammation? which we can have pain. Oh, yeah, 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 because it's swelling. It pushes on the nerves. It's like it's hot. It's like a Mm -hmm. fire. It's irritated. Mm -hmm. Something's not right, huh? Mm -hmm. It even um, conditions and detangles hair, gets rid of nail fungus, works well to clear up bacteria. Now, these are Sue's bug bites, gets rid of wart, helps reduce fever um, and prevent acne. Now, listen. When we're saying this stuff, um, obviously, many people have used this for many, many different things, and I'm not saying it's a magic quick but fix, but I'd say it, you have to have good apple cider vinegar. You have to really have organic, organic stuff. Yes, raw. And, and you the Braggs is the best. Yeah, you're Braggs. making it your own. And you've got you to gotta be kind of faithful to this. And I think this isn't a real, this isn't a food that you use, you know, like at the table, but you can use it every day. You can if it's in your salad dressing. Oh, sure. And I love it as a detox bath, Margie. Ooh. One of the ways to detox is our bath. Do you smell like vinegar bath. when you get out then? You do, kind of like a pickle, oh. uh, unless you just shower it off. And so mm-hmm. you can begin with what you want. If you're a smaller person or sensitive, you could begin. I can't tell you what to do. I would mm-hmm. begin with one cup of apple cider vinegar in a mm-hmm. tub of water. Mm-hmm. You so- I soak for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I rinse off. However, you can do up to a quart of apple cider vinegar to help pull chemicals out of the body, which is quite a bit. And I've used it personally. Each has bath. to check with your health professional mm-hmm. in a full bath and you get under it so you can soak your body up to your chin 20 to 40 minutes. But it's good to have someone there with you because sometimes it'll cause you to perspire. Sometimes you'll go through some emotional feelings because. As you pull chemicals out of the body and toxins, you can go through some of the physical and emotional uh, effects that you had when the, when the poison or toxin was going in the body. Yeah. And, you know, we're just talking tonight about a couple of simple things you can do um, to get started. Obviously, you know the obvious ones, like the, the, the God-created foods, the 
leafy greens and the vegetables and as many as you can eat raw. At some point in time, I'd love to do something on the actual on herbs that look I'd like love weed. I love that, Marty. Because I know you're the herbalist, and I'm just thinking about, you know, I did a, a study a while back of some of the herbs and what they do and mm-hmm. what they're good for. And I think that um, the, there's a, a growing resurgence in the interest of herbs. And one of the nice things about herbs is they really season our food. I mean, there's spices and then there's herbs. But if you throw the herbs... Spices are herbs. Are they? Are they the seeds of herbs or something, the seed parts? Many times they just are herbs, and herbs are food. Yeah. And many times they're in capsules or extracts, but it's mm-hmm. concentrated food, so we don't confuse it with medicine. Right, exactly. And and they do a nice job of seasoning and, mm-hmm. and spicing up. A lot of times I think people are trying to get the... They go to the, the GMO, not the GMOs, the uh, monosodium glutamate, because they want the big, the better taste. The big but, bang. But if you put, you know, capsicum or red Garlic or is a big garlic. replacement for MSG. Yeah. You put, you know, in a little nice sea salt, natural salt mm. in there. You put a little... Um, we got to share your recipes, Margie, when we do this book because oh, yeah. you are such a good cook. But I never measure anything. Well, we'll have we to get some help with that. Dump and pour and <laughs> grab what's in the cupboard and see how it's going and... <gasps> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we would, you know, I mean, and it's something, things that are just simple. I mean, it does, I mean, why do we have to have huge extravagant meals? We don't have time for that except for maybe Thanksgiving. But sitting down with a couple of things. I got to tell you, though, one thing I just invented. Okay. I mean, it was the Holy Spirit. It's a really good um, fast food, but it's fun. Okay. You take one of those really good um, quality flour tortillas, soft you know tortillas yes and i rub it with oil like um grapeseed oil or i suppose olive oil is fine but i don't use olive oil anymore because i heard you say that that changes shape or something after it gets too hot anyway maybe it wasn't you but anyway it's not good to heat olive oil too hot okay and so i rub it with grapeseed oil okay and then i slice um uh tomatoes Mm. and mushrooms and anything else you want. You can put asparagus on there. You can put any kind of vegetables. You had your basil. Yeah, and then I do. Then I go to my herb garden, and I just grab, grab handfuls of whatever. I throw thyme and basil and rosemary and um, oregano. I just mm. throw them. I put them all in my hand, and I snip them up. And I snip it over the pizza or the whatever you're going to call it. Then I, then I put, see how easy this is. It just, you can put anything on there you want. And then I cover it with, put a little bit of Parmesan cheese on there, and mm. I put a little bit of soft mozzarella. Mm. And I, I, let me see, then I bake it in the oven for about, till the cheese melts. Mm-hmm. It is, and then I cut it with a pizza cutter, and it's delicious. You put a little salt on there, you put a little garlic salt on it, or a little something. And, y- you know, you can, I never get tired of it, and how simple is that? I loved it, Margie. We had it last mm-hmm. night, and I added a little bit of your healthy salt on there, mm-hmm. and uh, cayenne pepper would be great, and some of the yeah, other... Yeah, you were talking to me about cayenne pepper, but that's just... Start out with the basics here. Get okay. <laughs> Seriously, people, this is 101 <laughs> on food. We haven't had too many callers, and I guess they're just thinking about what they're going to put on their list, huh? Right. Yeah. So, But, you know, we're going to archive this, and we're going to get... Um, work with Karen. Um, she's always available. You're so gracious to help answer people's questions. And not only that, but, um, you know, walk them through some of their own stuff personally, and you know, kind of like doing the consults and what you, whatever you want to call it. So 
I mean, it's just very helpful specifically for people. We just want to, you know, give them opportunity to think about going to your website. Can you tell us again where they can find you? Well, I think the best way, Margie, is to go on liferecovery.com and click there for your nature sunshine so that it's something that I've been using for 33 years Mm -hmm. that has so helped my family and friends because of real ingredients. Mm -hmm. And we can have some other options for people in the near future. Mm -hmm. But then they can order and just click on the free membership. And that way they can order direct at cost with a savings of 40-45%. Mm-hmm. And you can get started. Like the yeah. good children's chewables that are for kids of any oh, age. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very 14 funny. fruits and vegetables. They're mm-hmm. wonderful. No synthetic color. No synthetic sweeteners. All the real deal. Mm-hmm. And very reasonable. Yeah. So uh, that's the best way to start. And then we will soon have more websites to go to for mm-hmm. information and recipes. And Well, and you know, another thing, too, is uh, as we're buying foods, different foods, different buy on the outside aisles, the, buy the real foods. They're usually on the outside perimeter of the grocery store. Correct. Then you're not buying, you know, these wicked, from these wicked poisonous <laughs> companies and you're not promoting them and that will talk to them more than anything else. So just don't buy them. And I see you have a big list of, of companies not to buy from. I won't be saying that right here, but some of these things are circulating out there and, um, helpful information that people can um, get a hold of. So it's like, um, you know, we, we need to educate people. Uh, this is one of, let's see, um, one of the, the father of modern medicine. Can you believe it? I don't know if he's happy with that title or not, actually. His name was William Osler. Yes, from 1849 to 1919. Let's read that for the people, Margie. Okay, one of the first duties of the physician is to educate the masses not to take medicine. He'd hmm. never make it today, would he? He wouldn't be the father of anything today that they'd... No, seriously, though. The doctor is... A lot of the doctors today are very... They're, they're kind. They love people. They want to help. They're, um, uh, but they're educated so specifically in one particular system of the body or something that they don't really understand nutrition and all this stuff and how it all works together. So let's go back to the basics. God knows how the body works. And... Feed the body what God created for the body to eat, and probably won't need to see the doctor nearly as much. Yes, because we'll be choosing real food over medications. You know, chemical medications, Margie, were just discovered about 100 years ago. Before that, when the doctor went Mm -hmm. house to house, it was actually herbs that he gave people. And even in Little House on the Prairie, I think the doctor, what was his name, that doctor that always brought the Oh, fun. Yeah, he, you know. I mean, back in the day, that's true. I mean, the old wives, the, the, the grandmas, their remedies for bee stings and, you know, cuts and bruises and weeds. Weeds were often in that, uh, in the medicine cabinet. Right. Speaking of weeds, Marjorie, after we get done with our show tonight, we're going to have nettle peppermint tea and we're going to ice it with a little stevia, maybe a drop of raw honey, and we're going to have a nice glass of tea from your garden. Yeah, for my weeds, my, my, my <laughs> organic nettles. And i got to tell you something I learned about nettles. I'm always learning something from Karen, and then we got to go. This is the last thing you're going to learn for tonight, is when you walk in a nettle patch, you will get burned. You will get Unless stung. you're totally covered. Yeah, you cannot expose any skin to the nettle. However, when the nettle is pulled out of the ground, it's, or cut off, I should say, cut off from its root, 
it immediately loses its power to sting you. Isn't that interesting? So, you know, I didn't believe her. So, <laughs> she said, you touch it. <laughs> so. so she touched it, and she was fine, and so I touched it because it was fine. She was t- telling me the truth. Can Once again, Margie, I actually experienced these things myself. I don't make them up. <laughs> I know this, but see, I, I, I do believe you. Now I'm going to have some nettle tea again, a new experience in my life. Every day we should do a little something new and special and adventuresome. So anyway, guys, this is it for tonight. We had a pretty good time. Yes, You're so did. quiet out there, but I am trusting that you're going to listen to this and it's going to help you out. God bless you and good night. Good night. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.